0: CHAPTER THREE OF THE KING OF THE GOLDEN CITY BY MOTHER MARY LOYOLA THIS LIBRIVOX RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN THE KING'S LAWS I am afraid you will think delecta a selfish, silly little thing, and wonder what the king saw in her to love. There was certainly a great deal in her that he could not love, He saw that she was willful and changeable, and that she loved him more for the presents he gave her and for those he promised her than for himself. But he saw, too, something which no one else could see, something beautiful and lovable that she would become if she would fight against the ugly things he could not love. He loved what she would be one day when her training was finished, and so he had patience with her and put up with her trying ways the very next time she saw him after their last talk she began dear king i do so wish you would take me now this minute to the golden city and that i might not have to keep laws and do good things that hurt why must there be laws for people who want to be good it was one of her foolish questions but the king took the trouble to explain because this was a matter that concerned the little maid very much and if you care about her you must try to understand it as she had to do If you ask which is the happiest country in the world today, you will be told it is where there are laws to keep the good people safe and happy and to punish the bad, and if you want to know where the people are the most miserable, you will find it is where there is anarchy, or no government, where cruel, selfish men do as they like and rob and kill without anyone being strong enough to prevent or punish them. Laws are not made to tease and trouble people, but to keep them from harm." there were laws even in the king's own country and it was because the happy ones there kept them perfectly that they were quite happy and had everything they could wish without any trouble or pain but this perfect peace and joy could not be found even by good people in the land of exile malignus who had been the first to break the king's laws, and whom the king was obliged to punish for his disobedience, did all he could to get those who were travelling toward the golden city to break the laws too, that they might be punished with him. He hated to think that they were on their way to the beautiful home he had lost, so he tried to get them to be disobedient like himself. He could not make them do wrong, but he could advise and coax them, and this is how he did it in country places where two or more roads meet a sign-post is put up to guide the passers-by wise travellers consult it and carefully follow its directions they do not look out for the pleasantest but for the safest and shortest route to their journey's end in the land of exile sign-posts bearing the king's commands were set up at the parting of ways that all men might know which road would bring them to their true country to dissuade them from taking it, Maligna stood at the crossroads to point out the attractions of the broad road and the hardships of the narrow way. By watching the travellers all through their journey he had come to know them well. He saw that because they all liked what was most easy and comfortable, they were often in danger of leaving the straight road to the Golden City. So he tried to persuade them that it was hard to have to climb a steep hill when there was a flowery path close by. He could not make them choose the easier way do remember this, but he could try to prove that to be happy we must do what cost us least. This is a great mistake. The happy ones who reached the home the king had ready for them got there by trying to do always what the king wanted of them for their good. They would not listen to malignness nor to their own likes and dislikes. They gave ear to their dear king and leader, saying to them, "'If you love me, keep my commandments, and keep them too for your own sake.' i ask you for a little while to go against yourselves sometimes for your own good when i get you safely to your true home i will never ask you to do anything hard any more perhaps you will say or think yes when they got to the golden city they were happy of course but they had to be unhappy all the way there far from it the good people were happy even as they travelled along the hard road They were even happier than the people on the easy road who were always trying to please themselves and shun labour and pain. The land of exile was a place of trial for all, but the good people did not have to bear more than the bad. Shall I tell you why? All along the hard and narrow road the good king had placed things to help the travellers, but Malignus didn't care whether the people on his broad road suffered or not before the king met the little maid she was like a wild colt running about as it likes doing no work and of no use to any one but after he had taken her in hand she had often to say no to herself you must remember that the king had offered her a great reward if she would let herself be prepared to be a princess in his court it was a matter that rested with herself he would not force her against her will If she refused to be trained, he would make the offer to someone else with more sense and thankfulness for his kindness. All through her time of training, she could do as she chose, keep the king's laws or not. She had free will. He explained this clearly to Delecta, but he had often to repeat the same thing. She was so apt to be led by likes or dislikes. It was only by degrees that she began to ask herself, What would my dear king like? I do this, shall I be glad or sorry next time I see him. And then she would do the right thing bravely, and not mind the pain, for the joy it would be to see his smile. End of chapter 3